Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Matt Basta, and it's the day after Christmas, so you that's why I sound excited, Bren. Okay, that kind of scared the hell out of me. Because we're silent just, like, right before, uh, and he's stuck. Scream at you. It's we the day didn't, after we Christmas. We didn't know that it's the day after Christmas. Yeah, Basta Claus has gone back into hibernation. Um... <laughs> For another three years. Yeah. Well, it, he's got... Yeah, he's like a cicada. <laughs> he, he buries himself underground um, and, and doesn't come out until the weather's cold again. Brood X. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk video games because that's what we're here to do. Uh, have I, any of us been playing something new? I feel like oh, you... Oh, fuck me. Hold, my microphone just fell out of the, the stand. Everything's Whoa. falling now. My yeah. fell last episode. Everything's fu- <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> Brent, why don't you I go feel, first? I feel like Doug jumped into video games immediately because the last few episodes we've just gotten so sidetracked, like right off the bat of the episode. I tried to host. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't trying know. as best he can. Yeah, I don't know. It's like wrangling in a herd of flamingos. That's what I mean. We do get very off uh, topic, but that's the good thing about our show. I, I hope listeners are here for that kind of crazy <laughs> Is it shit. Is it, is it the good I don't part? know. I don't know. That's my opinion. Who cares? Remember when we were a coding podcast where we talked about programming and oh, code? Geez, remember that the hell? two years ago? <laughs> well, I remember how it all started. It was like, oh, I want to get with a group of guys that I'm like, this is a good team that we're capable of making a game together. And then we could kind of like, <laughs> what's the word? Journal it on, on the podcast of like our progress. And that just all fell apart immediately. And it was just like, well, you know what? I love a lot of comedy. Bang, bang. I love a lot of, a lot of just video games in general. How do I just do comedy and video games and just talk about it? Oh, I know. Here's, I'll just fucking do it. Here's what happened it. though. Here's what happened. So we are very capable of building a video game, right? Like between the, between the group of us, we could definitely build a video game. What we lack is motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deny that let's, for a second. And, and that's very, very apparent. That's yeah. super apparent because we haven't gotten anything done. I even, uh, like, I... Well, it, it's also worth mentioning, we, we don't have a video game, but we have Pinecast. So that's... Yeah. Yeah, better. and that's what's even way more cooler than a video game. Honestly, it's something that... I don't think we really saw coming until we needed it. The death of Signal Leaf was the birth of Pinecast, and Pinecast is a goddamn beast now, and it's just, like, chugging along. Been using it ever since, and it's just the best analytics thing I've, like, have ever seen and used, and perfect for podcasters. If You guys have heard us talk about it a lot, but you really gotta check it out if you're into podcasting. Pinecast is like a phoenix. It raised from the ashes of Signal Leaf. It's even stronger. Are but video games, god damn it! I'm sorry. What's, oh, this? <laughs> What's that? We're doing the thing you purposely didn't want us to do again. Yeah. Uh, so let's hear from Matt because I actually did get a little further in a game I've brought up before, so I can talk a little about. Oh that. god, is it that fucking aquarium game again? No, <laughs> it is not. Uh, let's no, none of that. I got a starfish now. It sticks to the side of my phone. Abyssrium for the listener who's Abyssium. first l- tuning in. God, I hope this isn't your first episode. Oh, oh God! Yeah, they hung up by now. It's a phone call. I forgot. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it's a it's a conference call. It's like uh, our SEC filing. We have to tell all of our investors how we're doing. No, I've been playing um, more Cookie Clicker uh, because I'm a fucking masochist. Um, I got a lot of cookies here. I'll, uh, I have it up. Uh, let me tell you, I ha- I have baked one point six three three octillion cookies. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking cookies here. Um, 
Octillion. Yeah, I ascended once as well, and I've gone through and gotten the season switcher. So I got all the Christmas cookies, the Halloween cookies, the Valentine's cookies, and the Easter cookies. Um, I got the dragon, and the dragon is all but completely upgraded. Uh, I just need 200 of every building, and I'm slowly clicking my way up there. Um, yeah, otherwise, not a whole lot. I'm preparing for... Well, <laughs> I I was preparing for my trip back home for Christmas, <laughs> and uh, um, Uh-oh. yeah, so uh, lots of uh, lots of shit to do, and so I haven't had a whole lot of time to really sink my teeth into a into a big game. But I did play a lot of City Skylines, uh, like I was talking about. Um, the problem with City Skylines that. It, I mean, it's not a problem. It's a very good game. I enjoy it very, very much. Um, but like at a certain point, if you're doing well, the only thing you can do to do more well is to expand your city, right? Like you can't grow vertically. You have to grow horizontally. And so you can't just keep like building up the size of your skyscrapers. Um, like you have to add more residential and add more commercial and add more industrial and so on and so forth. Excuse me. And what ends up happening is your city just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, you know, you're like, oh, well, I lack education coverage and I lack fire coverage and I lack whatever. And then at a certain point, like your whole city is fine and it's good. And you're like, all right, I want to upgrade again. But there's like a, there's a, that cap on basically how much you can develop. Right. So, you know, even though everybody in your city is amazingly happy and you're making shitloads of money and, you know, everything looks great and everything's very efficient and traffic's not a problem, it's like, well, the only thing left to do is just expand outward. Um, so it becomes a little bit repetitive uh, after a certain point. You know, I played for like 12 hours these past couple weeks. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't. I guess I'm a little burnt out, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, eh, whatever, it's it's a video game. I mean, it happens with anything. Uh, I mean, well, I was going to say I got a little burnt out on Winter 3, but actually five minutes before we started recording, I bought the DLC because it's the winter Steam sale. So yeah, I'm not and that burnt out. To the to the credit of the developers, they did add um, this like special building tier. And the idea is um, there are certain buildings that are almost like quests, so it would be like have 10,000 squares of residential in order to unlock this building. And then you put the building down and you need the building to be able to unlock like the fusion reactor or um, the space elevator or the medical, whatever. Right. And, and so there's five or six tiers of these special buildings. And then there's one building in each tier that leads up to the requirement for like a major thing. So like if you want the fusion reactor, you have to do, five or six of these smaller quests, which is cool because it means that you say like, okay, well, I want the medical center. And so I'm going to build, you know, these five buildings and then these five quests. And so, um, that's fun. The downside is that some of them are a little bit shitty. So like, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm not sure whether it's poorly thought out or whether it's, um, just, intentionally destructive. So like one of them, it's like the crime rate has to be like 70% in your city. And it's like, well, the crime rate in my city is like 3%. (laughs) I'm not going to like bulldoze all my fucking, you know, police stations and have everybody move out just so I can get this one fucking building so I can build a space elevator, you know, or like your, your public health has to be below 50%, you know, like that sort of bullshit. 
And it's really exhausting to to do one of these. So like one of them is like decrease all of your tax rates below 4% um, for like 10 weeks, which is fine. But then it's like, okay, well for 10 weeks of in-game time, you can't do jack shit because you don't have money to do it with, right? Like you're just, you're, you're bleeding out money. If you spend any money, you're just going to use it all up because you're not making any new money. Um, so you just have to sit there and wait for 10 weeks, which is the equivalent of like 20 minutes. So, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it, I would appreciate it if it was like um, sort of objective-based things like build a dam and or build dams to supply X number of megawatts of power, right? Um, or, you know, ha- have complete health coverage in your city. Like some, something like that. Um, where you have to like have positive objectives, but instead it's like very... Um, in a lot of cases, very detrimental objectives. So, you want like progressive goals as opposed to like city destroying challenges, where like yeah, you get the so, crime rate above seventy, but then you'll have to start over again because that city's fucked. Exactly, it, they're very regressive, so to speak. I mean, like yeah. some of them, I can even understand. Like um, one was, you know, survive a meteor impact. Okay, fine. Right. Like I'll launch a fucking meteor at my city. You know, I'm going to do it into like a fucking forest in the middle of nowhere. Fine. That works great. Um, one of them is, you know, survive a tsunami. Okay, fine. I'll do a tsunami. Great. You know, the, the damage is cleared. Like it, there are buildings that like there's a pumping station, to, like pump out all the basements and restore all these buildings. And then a disaster recovery crew that'll rebuild everything. So like you have to put in the investment in order to sort of come out unscathed. But you come out unscathed in the end. Um, but to have these these sort of quests where it's like, um, one is fill up three graveyards. It's like, well, you know, now there's fucking dead people all over my city because they don't <laughs> fill up evenly, right? Um, so that's, and then the next, sort of next challenge is have a zombie apocalypse. It's like, but I just filled three graveyards. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. You're in real trouble now. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It. I sort of wish they would change it, but on the other hand, it's like, I, I get where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, they want you to, like, do things that you wouldn't otherwise do uh, and sort of experience the full game. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. At least it was 20 minutes and not 10 full weeks, like, real time. Like, oh, can you God, imagine, like, Jesus. a city well, I mean, game it's real time? <laughs> you just, you just lose. Or you just log in every day and just don't do anything for, like, a net for as long as you can and then turn it off and then eventually get to 10 weeks. I mean, the problem is there's like random things that happen, right? So like I have it turned on so that like disasters will randomly occur very rarely. Um, And so like, even if you did that, like your city would just be obliterated over time. So you'd have to be like actively playing to make sure you're dealing with all this stuff. And even then if it's like, Oh, Hey, you don't have any money for 20 weeks. It's like, you're just fucked, you know? Yeah. It's weird. I wish there was like a sort of in-depth, instead of a city builder like that, it was like a city simulator where you had to manage the government. And it's like, the mayor was caught having an affair. Like, deal with this. <laughs> you were like, the congressman is embezzling money from like a children's hospital. Like, how do you deal with this issue? It's like, fuck, there's no turning back from this. Like, he's, wow. that's career so, suicide. It's like, I have to get him out. That's actually, in some ways, um, a lot like the game This is the Police, if you've played that. Have you played it? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking if there was like a way to do a pseudo-city builder, but more of a city management like that. And if it was like an MMO, each person would have a different part of the government or business 
So, like, one person would be managing the police, and it would be like, this is the police. And then, like, one person is managing, like, the mall, and it's, like, the uh, cafe, or was it, Cooking Mama, where it's, like, food, and you're cooking the food and delivering it to the... So, like, so it's different styles of games for each different business in the city that would be, like, an MMO. That reminds me of Summer Wars for some reason. I don't know why. They're, like, <laughs> crazy-ass uh, online community. Where you have, like, online jobs for a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I th- That would be a neat idea, but it'd be... F- fucking super expansive and like, i can't imagine how much work it would take to build that oh me neither but yeah this this the police doesn't seem like a fun game in any regard it seems like a good game but it is not a fun game yeah lots because of it's uh, just terrible decisions like yes you get tied in with the mafia real quick whether you want to or not it's who it's tough <laughs> Well, how about you, Bren? What have you been playing these days? Anything new during the holiday season? Uh, I finally got around to playing Hell Yeah, which is a game I got with like a Sega bundle. Um, hmm. Oh, I bought it. It was like a Humble Bundle thing. I bought it for Jet Set Radio because I want to finally try that. Okay. And with that bundle, I got Hell Yeah, uh, Golden Axe, and I think something else, but uh, none I really wanted to play. I played Golden Axe. I don't need the remastering. I know what it is. It's fun, but whatever. <laughs> Hell yeah! Is this weird game where you're a character named Ash, and at one point they say, "Let's kick some ash," which is a play on "Let's kick some ass." No. <laughs> and so they've already established they can't say ass, but then the story is you're this demon rabbit in hell, and you get caught by the paparazzi taking a bubble bath with a rubber duck and the headline is like king ash is a giant pussy and i was like wait you couldn't say ass but you can say pussy like in a derogatory insult sense and then you have to go around kill these like 10 demons that have those pictures of you and like just get them back and it's super fucking dumb I can imagine, like, all the, like, little enemies you come across are, like, doo-doo heads. And then, like, the final boss is, like, fuck, Lord. <laughs> that's, like... what it, that's what it felt like. It felt like, oh, we can't say this naughty word, but this fucking jangled shithole cunt nugget. It's like, whoa, what? Like, it's like, what? I wonder if they did that to sort of uh, get past, um, like, restrictions well, they... on their game rating. So that they were, like, targeting one particular game rating, and then they... Well, know. they also say shit as well. Like, so I'm like, all right, so you can say shit, which I think is worse than ass. Like, I, I don't know. It's it was weird. Guys, um, let's rate the fuck the, the swear words right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got George Carlin's what seven you can't say on uh, radio or TV. Almost all of those you can say now on radio and TV. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think there's like maybe three or four that like depending on the time you can. Once again, we're getting into like. The FCC censorship sort of stuff, <laughs> which is fucking idiotic beyond all belief. I studied it in school. It's mind-numbingly stupid and backwards uh, because the technology for entertainment has advanced so rapidly that the government can't catch up because of how fucking incompetent it is. Because the mayor's having an affair with the children's hospital <laughs> funding. Tying it um, all together. Um, nice. But yeah, so hell yeah is just this awful... I mean, it's not awful. It's just like a flat. It seems like a flash game platformer you would play on like addictinggames.com or like mini new grounds. Yeah. Like it seems like a flash game on some just cheap website that compiles all the games. And that's it. Like you, you're in this giant like buzzsaw wheel 
and you just buzz through everyone. There's not really too many enemies you actually fight. Like, there's a few that you'll shoot, and then you use them to mine gold and health for you in this, like, off-the-side minigame thing. Um, and then, like, the ten bosses you actually, f- quote, bosses, you, f- quote, fight, you just, they're super simple. They're super easy to kill. Sometimes you just have to push a block on them, and that kills them. And then when they die, you have to do a little mini game to actually do the final shot to kill them. And if you don't, they just come back and you do it over again. And it's just real dumb. Like, I'm definitely glad I didn't pay for it. And it's not, it's not like a broken game. It's just super repetitive and some of the elements just don't work together. And it's really hard to control at times because it's a platformer, but you have to also be going fast. So it's like when Sonic goes into like the 3D. Sonic games, and it's just, eh, it just doesn't work. I don't recommend paying for it, but like I said, you know, found it somewhere on a website for free, and you're just like, I got five minutes to kill in between classes. There you go. It's, it's weird. It's not great. Um, playing more Divinity with dubs. Fucking love that game. It's hard at times, but I fucking love that game. It's so fun. Um, and then I started getting into Tabletop Simulator, because I bought that when it was on sale. And I'm actually going to do like a quick one-off D&D session with that with uh, Mark and another buddy of ours to try and see how, how well D&D works in that and how it is doing it with actual figurines. And I can already tell it's a lot harder to set up stuff when you actually have to set up the fucking place instead of just saying like, oh yeah, you're in a forest, whatever, there's like five dragons, you know, and that's it. But now that you actually have to find the pieces and plan it all out and like actual dungeoneering laying out the maps. It's tricky. Interesting. Uh, and then right before we start recording, I got like 10 minutes into the Hitman game. I This is another problem. It's new games with the same titles as old ones, or like the title of like the franchise. Because it's all this is is called Hitman, but it's the most recent one. That yeah, isn't episodic. God of War doing that again? Or yeah, something? God of War, uh, Tomb Raider's done it a lot. Like, it's, God. Anything that's this huge franchise where they're like, oh, we're going to re- reimagine the franchise or we're going to like redo it and it's going to be completely different. They just use the same name. So there's like four Hitman games and then there's like Hitman 2, Hitman 3, whatever, but like just Hitman alone. You know what that reminds me of when I was complaining many episodes ago about my Madden collection and it just like, yeah. they skipped one and it was just like, oh, Madden 14 or what should have been 14 is actually 25 or something ridiculous. So like in a similar vein, like anyone who's a collector and they're collecting an entire franchise, like God of War 1, 2, 3, now all of a sudden it's like God of War again, but it's just a different looking cover. Like it's just frustrating to us OCD people. I guess we can all cry about it, but it's still like <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I know um, Zero Punctuation, who's like a game reviewer, uh, Yahtzee, actually brings that up a lot in his reviews where he's like, God forbid anyone actually goes back and tries to look at a franchise or play all of them and tries to figure out which fucking game goes where because it's just like four different games that all say Hitman out of a franchise that has like 10 games. It's like, wait, is this the first Hitman or is this like the most? And then if they're sort of similar, like if they came out within two years, it's even more confusing. Yeah, and I actually misspoke on the last episode. Apparently, Cool Borders 2001 came after two, after Cool Borders 4, and I think I said it came between 3 and 4. So, just a correction there, listener. <laughs> <laughs> got raked over I wonder how many letters to the editor we got from that one. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah. Our, uh, our inbox is our inbox. overflowing right now. Um, But Bast actually mentioned something about the Hitman game in our Slack in Show Topics. Do you want Did to I? mention that? Yeah, it was oh. a while ago, actually, but we never brought it up. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, it was, um, 
you can what was it kill the yeah, hit me oh, yeah. orders mission. So they they put the uh, the two burglars from the original Home Alone movie in uh, Hitman's Holiday Hoarders mission. Um, and that so was it's, dope. it's the what, what were they called? The wet bandits in the first the one. Wet and in bandits. The second, and the second one, they were the sticky bandits because they had like oh, sticky God. gloves and they would just touch stuff <laughs> and steal it. So, <laughs> I'm glad uh, Bren knows Harry's that and we didn't have to Magneto look it up. And Marv Slick Ganif. Slick. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, I don't know the name, and I feel bad, but it was a guy on YouTube. Actually, yeah, he's pretty popular. It fucking doesn't matter if I know his name or not. He's got enough uh, subscribers. But he actually recreated all the, quote, traps and pranks from Home Alone on, like, you know, the Mythbusters, like, skeleton in the... I forget what the gel is, but to make it, like, actual human-esque. Oh, yeah, and yeah, he, the, the crash test dummy gel. Yeah, whatever that is, and it makes it, like, you know, pretty much identical to a human body without the organs in it. And he recreated all of the, like, traps in Home Alone and just showing that every single one of them would have just murdered them in horrific <laughs> Like, those guys wouldn't have survived five minutes in that movie if it was realistic. And it's just like, God, Kevin McAllister isn't, like, a like he's not a whimsical trickster and, like, a, you know, wily <laughs> little kid. He's a fucking homicidal maniac and should be put away for a long time oh good god macaulay culkin in home alone is the same character as macaulay culkin in the good son or yeah the good son where he's like this crazy serial killer like child it's super creepy don't listen to bren anymore let's get back what? to video games no I'm that's kidding. all true that's i believe all fact. you i believe you uh but, but that's that's all the games i've been playing all right fair enough and what about you? I'll bring... Tell us more about your uh, Aquasphere. No, what that's what I mean. I'm not going to bring up... I'm not talking about Abyssrium, but I am talking about a game that starts with an A. Uh, it's Origami, the game I once brought up uh, a couple weeks ago now. Oh, yeah. uh, it's the one where you're like this assassin and you can control like shadow powers and stuff. Um, I'll actually just read a paragraph from their Wikipedia because they always can say things better than but I can. can just read a paragraph from my fanfiction. Wow, yeah. we really got into it. <laughs> No. Uh, Aragami is summoned into existence one night by an astral projection Yamiko, a girl who identifies herself as a captive of Kaiho, an army of light adepts. She describes them as oppressors who conquered the land from the shadow-aligned Nishoku, led by the Shadow Empress. She claims after winning the war, they imprisoned the Empress and her retainers, including Yamiko. She requests Aragami's help in freeing them, uh, for which she needs six talismans to unlock the prison. This must be done before the night's end for origami will dissolve if the sunlight touches him and that's basically it i i'm getting i'm at the fourth talisman and it's you're just all, all about stealth you eventually get a bell that you can use t to your advantage to say like you're hiding behind a wall you ring the bell and it'll alert some of the guards and they'll investigate and you can like shadow leap to another shadow and then they'll be investigating and get past them so some people like to play the game like completely stealthy where they don't kill anybody but that's extremely challenging there's obviously different difficulty levels uh the game's like really entertaining and i'm finding like there's so much that it offers as far as like uh replayability like i could easily see someone who's into um speed running games like this is a good option for that uh I, if i found out that it's actually multiplayer i was originally just playing the game uh on a solo run through and i have yet to beat it so i'm getting closer though 
And that's another thing. I remember when I first brought this game up, I got it for $20. It's the collector's edition, comes with the fucking soundtrack and digital art book and everything. So for $20, I was thinking it'd be like, oh, I don't know, three to five hour game. And it's proving to me much longer than that. I I think I'm at chapter six or seven, and there's actually 13 chapters. So I'm basically about halfway. So I'm pretty happy with like, after putting a decent amount of time into this game to realize that there's still half of a game left. And I'm enjoying it so much that I'm most likely going to revisit it on different difficulties. So for instance, uh, I was Twitch streaming and one of our new viewers and subscribers to the podcast, Null Value, was like, oh, do you want to play multiplayer? And I was like, sure. So, and when he joined my party, he had this awesome like skin. It's called like something I forget. I think the Silver Fox or something. Or no, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> that's from Grandma's Boy. Whoops. But it was like some <laughs> kind of like Fox something or other. And uh, it was really cool uh, skin. And he told me he got that for beating the game on medium. And I think I'm playing on medium right now. So once I beat the game, I should unlock that. So that's exciting. But, uh, playing multiplayer just added a whole new dimension to the game. Cause as you're sneaking around, like you get alerted when they kill, do a stealth kill and stuff. And you can just accomplish so much like uh killing faster, obviously more people. It's just like you just breeze through levels. So if you're trying to play the game at a quick pace, you probably just run, want to run through it with a buddy. And the, another cool thing to mention before I stop talking about this is that the null value was playing on PC and I'm on PS4. So it was uh, cross platform capabilities. Oh, okay. that's neat. Did, does the difficulty scale with multiplayer? Like, is there more guards or is it the same amount? In there? I think, no, I think it's the same amount of guards, but the, he did say to me, uh, null value, that is, he said, mentioned that, if you change the difficulty, it the guards change their paths entirely. So it's almost like a new level, so to speak. Oh, okay. Because it's you're very like contingent on the path of the guards and like keeping an eye on them and making sure yeah. they don't catch you. So it's I don't know, very fun for the person who enjoys stealth games. I'm sure someone who's into Dishonored or anything like that would be into this, or like Deus Ex and all that. So yeah, I'm having a blast. Can't wait to beat it. Uh, gonna continue to stream it. So that's basically all I've been playing other than Rocket League, which there's not much to say other than I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> My only commentary on, on the game that you've been playing, it, I, I really feel like the trope of like, oh, this is, and I, I mean this even in the sense of like Leg- uh, Legend of Zelda and stuff, the, the trope of, oh, such and such, uh, ruler from some other shadow dimension is coming to invade you and you have to collect n number of arbitrary objects to unlock a thing it's like it's the same goal over and like i i can understand the gameplay is quite good but like first off it's bizarre and complicated and detached from reality and then on top of that it's just it's just so played out at this point yeah no, it's funny you mention it because on stream, that was one of the things I was men- like kind of complaining about. I was like, this feels so like chore like. <laughs> I was like, I'm having fun, but it's just, I don't know. I wish there was something like another d- dynamic of like, okay, now, and that's the thing. Like, so for the first three talismans, it's like, okay, each chapter got progressively harder. And then the fourth one, it's like, you got to get this fourth talisman, but now there's four light crystals that you have to destroy to even get to that one. And I was like, motherfucker. So like, it was just, I don't know. It, they have to make it challenging. Uh, but that was just funny you mentioned that, but it's still, I like mean- I said, I'm enjoying it. Like, immensely it's it's great i mean just the whole genre of stealth game where you play as a ninja is 
really generic and played out. I can think of two off the top of my head. It's Tenchu, which is an old series. Uh, I think the first one was 98. Uh, and then Mark of the Ninja, which I've played in. Mark of the Ninja is an amazing game. It is a fantastic game. But it's the same idea. You're a ninja. You're sneaking to a place with guards. The only difference is it's like modern day. So the guards have like assault rifles and are like actual security guards, not like Shogun or Samurai and stuff. Yeah. Um, or in this case, uh, Aramayu or what is it? Oh, the Kaihu or Kaiho is what the enemy is called. They look like the our, our enemy guys in uh, Mulan. I don't know. Like the, like they're very uh, bulky. Well, yeah, but they have like lightsabers, essentially. They have light swords that shoot light at you. Like Yes. So, but like the whole genre, only game I can think of that's ninja based that isn't like a stealth game is Ninja Gaiden, which is a, God, that game is tough. That is a nightmarish game for the original Xbox. I remember me and a friend were pulling our hair out trying to beat that game. Uh, but like that, just that whole style is pretty common and played out. And I think the only way they can really try to differentiate it is by giving it a quote story, which is usually either another lord or another like shogun is invading us and you have to come back it's always an underdog tale for the ninja yeah and this like, one it's always a redemption sort of thing well and particularly the story since i haven't beaten it i'm not sure where it's going but i, I i'm kind of led to believe that this yamiko person this girl that i'm getting all these talisman for is someone i shouldn't be trusting anyway and she's kind of just using me to uh, like as a means to an end to be like oh once you gather all these talismans and do all my fucking dirty work i'm gonna be free and like be able to get my kingdom back or whatever and you're gonna fade away in the sunlight that's what I mean. From what I could tell, like from seeing a gameplay of it and like the little story I could see, it seemed like you're just this. You're playing as the summons like creature that in like MMOs you summon and then throw at the enemy and like as a meat shield. Yeah. While the main character runs off and does the important story plot stuff, and like you're just at the end of the game, you're just either going to disappear forever or you're going to get betrayed somehow by the person that summoned you. But like, that seems funny- like the only two options. Yeah, the funny thing is you're the one doing all the work killing everybody, but I don't know. It's it's a really cool game, listener. I highly recommend it. Like I said, if you can find it for 20 bucks too, that's a fucking steal and a totally good buy. PS4 or PC on Steam. Yeah, I, I had my eye on it beforehand, but I, I don't know. I guess after playing so many stealth games, I kind of got burnt out on them. And now I'm playing another stealth game, and it's Hitman. So. Well, we haven't <laughs> had a developer interview in a while either, and I do think they'd be a cool candidate if we can get in touch with them. So I'll try to get that set up if possible. But, oh boy, I wish you told us that before we shit on it. No, it, we've shit on games and then had people on anyway. Uh, <laughs> but no, let's uh, talk about news before we maybe play a conversation game. There's a couple sure. things. There's one thing I want to bring up. Uh, particularly, and it's nothing that we have to go in depth in, but apparently there's finally an NES controller for left-handed gamers. I'm like, okay, in 2016, they finally <laughs> make this for you guys. And like, the thing is, I'm left-handed, but as a left-handed person, you basically learn to be ambidextrous except for writing. Right. Like, I can yeah. do most things right-handed, like baseball, swinging, and all that stuff. I can do either, like, uh, guitar playing, I'm right-handed, surprisingly. So, I don't know. Like, I, as a gamer, I've never felt like, oh, I wish those buttons were on the other side. So it kind of confuses me inherently, but maybe there are people out there that are left-handed and think that would be so much better for me. So it exists. I don't know how many people are going to benefit for it. Probably not going to be flying off shelves or anything. Well, the other thing to bear in mind is I'm looking at this and I wonder, like, how much is this going to be like a fucking Mad Cats controller, right? It looks like <laughs> one. It, it, I mean, I'm sure, like... 
functionally it's correct, but like, are the buttons going to be a little squishier or less squishy or, you know what I mean? They stick. Yeah. I, I, I just, cause you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, look, I can, you know, use it with my correct hands. But then if, if you're just getting stuck with the shitty controller that none of your siblings want to use, yeah. What what what's the benefit, right? I, I think it's funny that they call it the goofy foot because it's like a reference to like how you uh, ride a skateboard or snowboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody wants I, to ride a goofy foot Mad Cat's skateboard. <laughs> uh, I just God damn it! <laughs> I was just thinking, like, how much does it have to suck to be like part of a company where you're just in the industry known as the shittiest, as Mad Cats? Like everyone makes fun of Mad Cats. And then I remembered they in the company name is spelled with a Z instead of an S. And then yeah. I don't feel bad for them anymore because fuck them. Yeah, well, when they came out, that was cool. Now it's just like, what were you I, doing? I don't know if it ever was. I think everyone just did that thinking it was cool, but it never really was. They were convinced it was back then. Now they're not so sure. <laughs> they still committed to it. Uh, God. But yeah, I looked at their website just now and it it hasn't gotten better. I saw like they had a gaming mouse and it looked like an abomination. Like, it, oh god! So if anything, listener, if you're gonna buy a Goofy Foot NES controller, it might be as a prank. So check it out. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I think it's because of the influx of old, like refurbished NESs being sold again. Because apparently you can't get them anywhere because they're just selling out so quickly. And we joked about how in Brazil, how they sold out like a few thousand copies. Apparently, they're in the U.S. too. And I just didn't know about it because they keep selling off the shelf so quickly. So yeah. I think it's a resurgence of that is why they're making the left-handed controller now. Well, you even posted the next thing was how the NES Mini is outselling the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I mean. These old consoles, like, are selling like fucking hotcakes. I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think anybody was under the impression that the, the Wii U is an in-demand piece of hardware. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very good point. But So it's not like a tough thing to be. But even still, like we knew that the NES Mini was going to be popular. I remember before it came out being skeptical, thinking, is, are people really going to be into this? And All right, wow. video game hipster. <laughs> well, that's no, I, was, not- I, I didn't know. I was saying I, did, I was incorrect. Hmm. Well, so the thing it's not for like young generations of like kids growing up with Minecraft and stuff. It's for their parents now who grew up with the NES and want to play it again or give it to their kids. Yeah, like my boss, which he, that's exactly what he said. And now he can't even get his hands on one. So I'm like, that stinks. <laughs> yeah, people in the workforce say like, oh, adults don't really play video games. Like, but now they do because the kids that grew up with video games are now adults. Like, so it's it's going to be interesting to see this older generation of gamers, and as we get older, like what the societal standard of, you know, adults playing video games, like what they do and stuff, and parents buying games that they played as kids for their kids and showing them how fucking impossible Double Dragons, uh, Battletoads, and The Lion King were compared to the fucking... The Lion King was bad. That's going to be like... Compared to the Prince of Persia video game that came out in like for the Xbox 360 where you physically could not die in. You could not die. It was impossible to lose at that game. There's going to be so many parents that are going to just not even show their kids the older generation stuff, which sucks. Cause like, I feel like you have to like show them like, sure. Like I wasn't playing Pong every day, but at least I played it and was like, you I get it. it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's going to be with anything of like any kind of art or medium of like movies or actual like paintings and art or uh theater and stuff. They're like, Oh, it's the classics. You got to play the classics. It's like, ah, this doesn't hold up well. Like, 
you know, Crash Bandicoot, it probably doesn't hold up well at all, but it, you know, it definitely changed the gaming industry at that time. Yeah, so many people don't think Marwin holds up. I do. <laughs> I I played Marwin when it came out. I still didn't think it held up. That. God damn it. The it was combat so, was so bad. Dude, it was so majestic. I got lost in that world just like I would have with Oblivion or Skyrim, but it was just like yeah. a different well, era. I'll say the story building and stuff for it was phenomenal, but like I could not get past the combat. I, I couldn't get to like the third city because it just was so game breaking for me. I'm just like, fuck it. It's not worth it. And I waited till Oblivion. Um, but all right. Well, that's all the real news I had. Anything else you guys want to bring up? Maybe before we play some, I was the walrus. You want to do some stumpers? Oh, I'll be down for some stumpers. I got so many stumpers. <laughs> all right. I got, I got a few things. We'll just run through real quick then. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, walking dead, the telltale walking dead game season three just came out and it's the first two episodes are out right now. So I know a lot of people are excited for that. I was talking to the one track gamer guys. And I still stand by my opinion that the Telltale games have just have peaked with the first Walking Dead and have only gotten worse. Because at this point, people are really tired of this, you know, this gaming setup that Telltale does. They did it well, but they haven't revolutionized or changed anything in the last like eight games they've done. Yeah, that's all I hear about them. It's really wearing thin. Uh, there was a game that a lot of people were anticipating, Night into the Woods. And I actually got in contact with one of the devs really early on in the podcast, but they've been so busy, I haven't been able to set anything up uh they have finally announced when the game was coming out because a lot of people are anticipating it and it looks really unique and cool and they said it would come out uh what was it january 10th 2017 and they had a trailer for it announcing that four days ago and yesterday they had a release saying that it's going to get delayed so <laughs> as soon as they announced when it's coming out like a few days later it's getting delayed again that's so, just so frustrating. It's like, it, ugh, just wait to announce it. Then. <laughs> this game has already been delayed like a few years. Like it's been a like I said early on in the podcast, I wanted to get the devs on about it, and that was like two years ago. So like, it's don't hold your breath. It looks fun, but goddamn it, is it taking its time? Now you just like made me think of like a whole new fear I didn't even have is like finally we get a release date for Kingdom Hearts and it'll be like the day has come we know when it's gonna happen and then it fucking delay it like another year oh yeah that, that'll always happen uh what else uh and gaming world the apparently South Korea is actually gonna make laws about cheating and hacking in game mods like in video games which isn't surprising since like the national sport for Korea is Starcraft 2 and like they take video games very seriously but it's it's interesting to see a government body making laws about it now, and not whoever is the you know game provider or service, or who's uh, running the servers for the games. That's weird. It. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed movie came out. It's shit, which surprises no one. Um, I just want to get in that because I'm smug because I was right. Uh, and <laughs> uh, for me, the Blade Runner twenty forty nine trailer just came out and it looks good. And I love Blade Runner. So for anyone who's excited about that, the trailer's up. It looks interesting. And hopefully they don't fucking ruin it with a, what, 30-year sequel. Like they've done with so many other things. Oh, and... This this might be some of my favorite news in a while. Alright, we're gonna Um, go on to Stumpers? Uh, No, No, what is it? Jumping off the back of Matt just getting a, a Alexa... The, or the, was it Echo? Echo, Echo Dot. Yeah, yeah. Echo Dot. Uh, China is, no. Not China, Japan. 
sorry, is actually making a virtual assistant for that, essentially. Like, I don't know the... the oh, is God. Echo. Is this the thing that I saw a video of? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me. This is... It's, it's, uh, it's like the Echo and, like, those types of devices, but now it's having a little holographic character oh, built into this. it. And it's a virtual, like, virtual assistant, but they're this advertising it. This makes me like, want to die. This makes me actually want to, like, go into my bathroom right now and just chug some bleach. All right, we're going to have to include a link to this video, because what? It's a little anime girl. They're even advertising as, have your own waifu. They're saying waifu in the ads, and it's just so depressing. Why don't they? Why don't they just put? What, let's get let's get the Amazon or Google for that matter to partner up with the real doll company. And we'll just, yes. I thought, Jesus Christ! What like, the fuck? He's actually texting her at work back and forth, yeah, yeah. being like, "She's like, oh, I'll come home." He's like, "Oh, I'll when be are you home gonna be noon. home?" It's like, oh, "I'm gonna be a little late. I gotta work." Over this time. is like, how I the human you. race goes extinct. This is how we go extinct. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's Japan is already, dude. That's one of the first thing AJ ever brought up about this podcast. I think Japan it was an episode dying. called "Japan Is Dying." Yeah, and it's so true because, and and then they wonder why none of no one's having sex over there. They're encouraging. <laughs> You, you need sex just... when you got a wife on a body pillow. Oh I mean, this, this is God. the symptom and not the problem. I mean, the problem is is very much that they've like introduced so many social <laughs> norms that make it very difficult for people to fit in in their society, right? Like uh, working sixty it, hours, I think, is the average there. Yeah, when, when like, like the, the 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 adult life is very like overbearing and like from a young age, like kids are sort of separated apart and like social interaction is discouraged. Like this is the net result of that. And rather than trying to solve the fucking problem or fix it or fucking whatever, like they just they're like, hey, how about we just have like a fucking little anime girl that waits for you to come home and like says sweet nothings in your ear? Like, no, <laughs> fuck off. This is trash. <laughs> Well, the real question is, like, <laughs> does this, like, little anime girl, like, strip down for you, and does it get all, like, 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 innuendo Probably or? not. It's probably not even that good. <laughs> that good. <laughs> That's true. Good point. That's what it I mean, though. That's what I would expect. Someone will hack into it and make it so she does. Of course. Well, that's, yeah, yeah going to happen. But that's what, honestly what it is. It's like your personal girlfriend, and if it's not going to strip for you, then what are you going to do? Just fucking take it to Target? It's the movie Her. It's, that's that's what it is. Except there's like a little visual component to it now. And that's what they're even selling it as. They're like, we know you're working a lot. We know you don't have any friends. We know you can't go out and like have a social life. Here's a tiny virtual waifu for you. you big old weeb. That's just <laughs> taking like advantage of like mentally ill people and being like... Uh, oh, well, if we want to get into that, that's a whole different podcast. Like, uh, everything does Taking that. advantage Hallmark. of mentally ill people? What are you saying, Bren? Uh... <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it up, Us? so let's just uh, get off this one. Uh, so let's play. The one time you called me a Nazi on this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I call everyone that. It's the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bees. No, let's do some stumpers. <laughs> Gangster. 
right, guys. So for those of you just tuning in um, that don't know what stumpers are, uh, we're going to go on Quora uh, and we're going to find just some just some real choice questions, just some very premium choice questions uh, to answer. Yeah, this is a fresh segment. It's only happened once before. Yeah, this is the second time we're doing this. I'm actually even going to move to a to a new desktop on my OS 10. So let's all go into the the Stumpers chat room. All right, load up, load, put on your uh, your, Stumper your internet hats. Yeah, uh, sign on to AOL. All right. Question number one. This one. Are fans of Stumpers called Stumpies? Stumpy, sure. Let's <laughs> Stumperers. Uh, so this one comes to us from the animals topic on Quora, asked by anonymous. Should I become a veterinarian, even if I don't like seeing the inside of animals? <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> yes, because you have a passion for animals. But and you're, there's, uh, Think about the percentage of how many know? times you're going to see the insides. I'm going to say no, because how often are you seeing the inside of an animal and you're already not a vet? Because I'm not I a vet. I don't know, maybe you made a chicken. I can tell- maybe, maybe you're cooking some chicken. Maybe you went to KFC. Well, I think that's the difference between an animal and food. Like, once it's dead and already fried up, you're no longer seeing the inside of an animal. You're seeing the inside of your meal. But, like, as a person in my everyday life, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen the inside of an animal because it's so few and rare, and I don't want that. I mean, my my cat yawns quite a lot. My cat is very sleepy, and I see him yawn all the time, and I see the inside of his mouth, and it's gross as shit. (laughs) Well, how far inside of the animal are we talking? Are we talking, like, an orifice, or are we talking, like, Intestines I don't and guts know. And I didn't yeah, because if it's intestines and guts, that means like that implies it's dead or you're doing surgery. Because I don't know. That implies you're like a serial killer in the bubblefuck nowhere and cutting open animals you find. Like socio, that is the number one uh, trait of a serial killer is animal abuse at a young age. So if you have seen the inside of animals and you are the cause of it, you should not be a veterinarian. You shouldn't be around people. You should be locked up. So I think. That if you want to become a veterinarian, just do it. And then just when they say, oh, you got to get this golf ball out of this uh, Labrador retriever's stomach, just say no. (laughs) Let him die. It's not my problem. Just be like, find another veterinarian who doesn't mind seeing the insides. I do mind. That's not part of my deal. If I'm a a veterinarian and I have to see the inside of an animal and I refuse, do I go to jail? No, it's just... You go to puppet jail. You should have to ask. It's in the fine print. It's in the fine print. Oh, because the jail. Yeah. (laughs) He He knows everything about going to jail for dumb reasons. Uh, No, as a veterinarian, you don't get to pick and choose. Like, oh, I feel like working on ducks today. I get all the duck cases. It's like, I don't want to deal with any of the surgery stuff. Like, you got to do what you got to do. You might be the only veterinarian at a clinic. Like, you only got to pick and choose what you do. You get what you get. Oh, here's then. Okay. Well, then you got to get a golf ball out of a Labrador Labrador retriever's stomach. Then close your eyes and just use your hands. Now, does it does it matter if 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 the animal has been like disfigured in a way that allows you to see its insides? Like, obviously, cutting open a Labrador uh, stomach is, you know, in in many ways gruesome. But what if you what if it's just like I don't know your pet gerbil needs its routine colonoscopy? (laughs) I'm just imagining a blindfolded veterinarian about to do surgery being like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the premise of the television show from the BBC, Doc Martin. Um, <laughs> what? You never seen I that? Like this up. No. Right. Well, no. You know what? Never mind. Um, all right. So I think the consensus here is. Here's a here picture. Is, 
Here's yes. a picture of a of a room after a horse has a nosebleed. That's oh, the kind God. of crap you would have to work on when you're a veterinarian. It looks like a scene from Hannibal. It's oh just God! Blood everywhere. That's what you have to do as a How veterinarian. How does that you happen? A choice. Ah, a horse got punched in the nose. It was boxing. What did it do? It was how, boxing. Like, I, it's got to yeah, pay off its like, debts. I, once, once it's in there, like, how did that much blood happen? Like, ah, it was was the horse I, just? It was it like a fucking sprinkler? What can I say? Sarah Jessica Parker loves cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say the horse is <laughs> abusing some blow. Yeah. Jesus no, I mean, Christ. If a horse is bleeding and starts freaking out, it'll throw its head everywhere, and yeah, it just. Like it looks like a slaughtering room. There's so much it for really anyone does. who's queasy and doesn't like the talk of blood. Don't you picked the wrong episode. Yeah, don't God. become a vet- if you can't handle the inside of animals, don't become a veterinarian. No, do like, it. If you like the insides of animals too much, you might be in the bestiality. Get get some help. And then don't become a veterinarian because then don't, also don't become a veterinarian. Yeah, God. that's a, you know, just nobody. Poor animals. A just nobody. <laughs> we just don't need our, help. No, yeah, our no animals will die. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the next one. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, <laughs> Lord almighty. This one says, what is a room job? <laughs> this guy in my class asked me if I knew what it was. I said no, and he said good. I didn't hear the rest. <laughs> and then his friend said, this is seriously fucked up, dude. I'm assuming it has to do with sex. What is it? I think he mistaken. <laughs> or he what is a misheard. room job? It's he. His friend definitely said rim job, and this guy heard room job. And is this a room you walk in and out of a room over and over. <laughs> a room job. <laughs> I was like, what's a? Do you know what a room job is? No. Good. Like, I think Brent just sent us a picture of a room job in, in the sketch. Yeah. It's it's when oh, you God. lick the door pane. <laughs> it's. It's when you have sex with a dollhouse and you use the doorway as the uh, surrogate and you just fuck a room. Or no, it's when you're moving a refrigerator in and out of a room. <laughs> is is a And room then you job open the refrigerator. Okay in the eyes of the Catholic <laughs> Church. Can can you can you have a room job and still be a virgin? No no, you have to be married before you can get your first room job. Hmm. Oh God! What's a Roomba then? In that sense, thinking <laughs> that too, or like that a living room a, job. Is that a, is that crabs? Is Roomba crabs of a room job? Oh God! This is horrifying. <laughs> I regret choosing this question. This is your segment. Does it? You do this to I us. I know. I know. I've brought this upon us all. Uh, I know I'm what actually, I would do with this information. I just imagine a room job is you standing on a Roomba as it rides in and out of a room. <laughs> so. <laughs> Doug, what are you doing? I'm pleasuring our house. Ah. I want you guys to know, there are nine people following this question on Quora. Um, the topics are hotels and jobs and careers. Huh. So, <laughs> nine people. This is the most people I've seen following a question with so few answers. Um, the first answer, do you want me to read it? Sure. A term room attendant is prevalent in hotel industry, which means the attendant performs routine duties in cleaning and servicing of guest rooms and baths under supervision of housekeeping supervisor. Room room attendant promotes a positive image of the property to guests and must be pleasant, honest, friendly, and should be able to address guest requests and problems. The term as referred in the question appears to be slang word specific to the country or region. 
so difficult to reply without knowledge the <laughs> geographical region that you belong to. That's the difference between Quora and like other websites that where you ask questions. Like these are very factual. information. Yeah, yeah very factual. <laughs> it sounds like a professor at a university or an a Watson AI robot answering the question. A little bit. Answer number and two by anonymous. I think you misheard. He was probably saying rim. <laughs> no. What if he meant That's a ram answer. job? Oh God! What the fuck's a ram job? You Just, guys don't so know? you know what rams do? Rams will fucking run. You know how they get their name? They fucking ram you. Well, yeah. What does that involve with sex? I'm just urban a big old dildo it. on its head. Just a, <laughs> just a ram with a big old dildo. Wouldn't that be a unicorn job? And it's pretty. Oh god! Look, look at look at this beautiful petting zoo. This is wonderful. Oh god! It's got something. Oh, it's coming right at me. <laughs> this is a ram job. No, there's there's actually stuff for ram job on uh, Urban Dictionary. Let's see what this says. A ram job is a regular or biweekly gathering of soused or sober individuals with the goal of becoming inebriated. Usually occurs at very affordable happy hours at chain like bars. What? It's not nearly as sexual as I expected. I know. What the hell? I was waiting for it. They make this seem like this is an Apple... Wait, they make this seem like this is an actual thing. Like, oh, people go for Ram Jobs at Applebee's and TGI Fridays and shit. He's like, in using Ram Job in a sentence, it's like, hey, meet me up for work at Apple Job, or let's clock off for a Ram Job. Who the fuck in their bright mind would ever say such a thing? I, I mean, it's maybe, maybe somebody that's no just one. had a room job and, and they can't get the refrigerator uh, out. Oh, that was such a good room job, guys. Let's go for a ram job. (laughs) Make sure you pee after getting a room job. Oh, Lord. This is your chance of sexually transmitted room infections. It's only going to get worse from here, listener. uh, Just just so you know. (laughs) It's it's going downhill, yeah. Um, We've been down there for a while. All right, I got another one here for you guys. Here it comes. It's coming. It's, It's coming down your tubes. Pooping in our veins. All right. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking this that one man. comes from the Uber topic. What can I do after being charged a fee for farting? In Uber? <laughs> 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 Guys, I went and I had some just some just some dank dank broccoli, and then I had to go home from the restaurant, and uh, my car is broken down, so I took an Uber, and uh, I, I farted in the Uber, and they charged me for it. Four people are following this question. Um, clearly, this is a very common issue. <laughs> yeah, fellow offenders. I would imagine. Oh, wow. What, what can um, I do after being charged a fee for farting in an Uber? Uh, sue them because it, like farting is a natural thing. And it'd be like, you can't cause well, charge me money for my stinky gas that I produced. Well, so is vomiting, but if someone threw up in my car, I'd probably want them to Yeah, but vomit it. is actually like considered like toxic waste in a, some degree or some kind of like biohazardous waste. So but, is fart. You're poisoning my air. Yeah, but that you just open a fucking window and it's like problem solved. Like you can't just well, like open a- Is a wet fart still a fart? No, that's a wet fart. Well, and you're causing damage to the world. That's bordering <laughs> on shark territory. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this begs the question. At what point have we crossed from- Fecal particulate in the gas escaping your ass lips. Well, into- if the guy's shitting his pants at the different store, because then it's like, okay, well, you definitely deserve to be charged for that. But if you're just, like, letting a real, like, silent but deadly go, and it's, like, really stenchous, like, 
the, the guy should just man up and open a window. Bitches. Yeah, I'll make words that's up today. That's a very Quora term. That's, I'm that's coining very Quora it. Of you. But, but what if it's leather seats and you just like rip and you can just hear it. Like you hear every second of it. Just a... Like... What if it's uh, like... What if it, you can't ignore it? What if it isn't a silent but deadly? Or what if it isn't just a silent? What if it's not deadly? It's just... What is it, what's un- loud and deadly? Uh, America? <laughs> that's... Uh... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining like it's so obnoxiously loud that the the guy driving the Uber has to turn down the radio and actually look at you and physically be like, <laughs> really? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> because there are moments where you can't hold it in any longer, where like it's it's risking bodily harm if you hold it in anymore. But the problem with those are if you do let it out, you risk going into shark territory. Yeah, but do you do you deserve to be charged a fee if you're in that situation where it's like I can't hold it any longer, and you're like, oh, my relief is here, Uber vehicle. I mean, as someone who's has very common problems with stomach and digestion, I wouldn't be thrilled about it. But it would also depend on the fee. If it was like a nickel and it was like kind of like a joke fee, like a ha ha, you farted and I caught you, then like all right, fine, whatever. But if it's like another five dollars, fuck that guy. Yeah, that that's what I mean. I wonder it, it does depend on the price. If it was five bucks, even I would be a little upset. But if it's anything more than that, it'd be like absolutely absurd. I'd be like, I'm gonna fart in your face next time. If it was what more it, than five dollars, I would drop. Let trousers. me present you a scenario. Let's let's say I'm the Uber driver, right? And and I drop somebody off, and after I drop them off, there is just the rankest, most <laughs> terrible stench coming from my back seat. And I look back and there's a little damp spot. Oh, no. no, it's the episode of Seinfeld with Poppy peas on the couch. Uh, well, then so, I would definitely, so I, I'd charge him for how much the seat costs. <laughs> just you just buy a whole new car. This, yeah. this is going to be a ten thousand dollars. <laughs> it's just done. Just burn the whole thing. I'm done. It's over. It's ruined. Um, I don't. Is that allowed? Can Uber drivers just make up? fees and they charge you for it? that's like, what i mean I what the, what if you, you were just like i didn't even fart proof. that day i just it was body odor you can't charge me for just smelling different i mean but what if you have so much body odor that it just rubs off i what mean if your I've body odor germs inhabit like, the seat then that's I, terrible yeah, having been to enough conventions there is a point where like there's like you're sick and you can't help it and then there's just like you went so far out of your way to be this smelly bag of sentient garbage that it's unforgivable and you have to be penalized for it at some point. Maybe this guy so, charging people is onto something. It's like, maybe you just <laughs> need to start charging people if they smell bad. It's like, as soon as you smell a smell that's bad, it's like, yo, you owe me five bucks, dude. Give me a break. <laughs> what oh, is it? Lord. Like, uh, Thailand or there's some sort of Asian country that's like super strict. And if you spit gum on a sidewalk, you get like 40 lashings or something. Holy like, yeah. shit. So what if we need like some sort of like, cultural etiquette laws or fees so that way you're like hey if you go outside wearing pajama pants that's gonna be a two dollar fee everywhere you go because yeah. come on man pull your shit together you're over 45 and you have a ponytail and you're a dude that's gonna be a 35 dollar charge all right you guys want you, you guys want another question sure sure all right this one is asked in the topic <laughs> instagram how many viewers i got on instagram what an asshole like right, well first of all uh, does he mean followers or does he actually mean like how many what viewers the fuck? I got? 
Yeah. So first of all, you get followed on Instagram, and it's not like a YouTube video. Like, if well, they first do of all, have you video post, now, don't they? Yeah, and it shows you. It displays how many views you get per video. So this guy's quite literally. If he wants to know the answer to that question, he should probably navigate to his own Instagram and find out, and not ask Cora. But what if? What if this is like a humble brag on Cora? Where it's just like. Hey, does anyone know how, <laughs> many, how many followers I got on Instagram? And you go to check the answer, page, and it's like a four million. million. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, hey, look at that! It looks like I have four million view or followers. So how crazy is that? Like, what if it's just him bragging on every outlet he can make an account for? He's on like Club Penguin forums making. Well, apparently like, there is pages. one answer. Do you happen to know what the answer is, Matt? Do you? I mean, I'll I'll have to look it up. Um, All right, it's me, probably just telling him to go. To, Instagram and look at his viewers, like or followers. Like it's probably just the actual. Oh yeah, because it's very is Co- like is Cora where it gives you actual results and not Yahoo Answers where it's just fucking garbage gobbledygook. Oh, there's there's actually two answers now. Oh. Um, the first one, uh, every video you create, the bottom left corner will tell you how many. Yeah. Um, and the second one, uh, to check stats of your Instagram posts, you need to make your account to business account. After that, you can check views, engagement, likes, comments, impressions, etc., etc. easily. Very helpful. And I'm sure there's Thank other, you, like, yeah, there's Robot. probably, like, other services out there that are just, like, get your Instagram stats. Like, I, I was even using something for Twitter, like, for that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. But I, that's what I mean. Like, who is so tech-savvy enough that they have an Instagram and, like, they know how to use it, but don't know what their followers are called and also don't know where to get those numbers? Like, did Grandma just stumble upon Instagram and then start taking pictures of, like, her knitting collection? And like, How many viewers do I have on Instagram? Yeah. You know, if, if my grandmother had an Instagram, I don't think she would want to know how many viewers she'd have. She'd want to know, like, whether her friend Ruth saw it. And yeah, I'd be like, she would know, know specific people. Yeah, you know what would be even funnier? Like an internet star who is just a grandma old lady who doesn't even know she's a star and she's probably like posted something like once a year and like the whole internet's like, this grandma's the shit and she just like logs under her computer and has no idea. Probably. I don't know about, I don't know about grandma, but I know there's like Twitter accounts that have one tweet and have like millions of followers. Well, that's like, stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's the internet. So it's, God damn it. There is one like little old lady who is like does let's plays of Skyrim on YouTube. Like that's she plays right, Skyrim. It's great. I love her. All right. Well, she's the closest thing. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any more for us? Yeah. Matt? I, just, I've, I wanted to close this out with. Oh, no. I lost my sister's eyeglasses, and now she's mad at me. What should I do? <laughs> Wait, we're, we're not close. The, the screen. Yeah. We're, we're not, not close. close. <laughs> Two people following this question. Again, most important sort of follow-up question here. Are the two followers the brother and sister? <laughs> yeah, and the sister. I'm assuming it's a brother. It could be another sister. Oh, uh, that's true. We don't want to assume genders. I lost my sister's well, eyeglasses, and now she is mad at me. What should I do? <laughs> we're not um, close. The we're, we're not, not close seals it in for me. Because to me, that says the sister's already mad at you. If you're not close with them... There's a reason for it, whether you've drifted apart or you've done something to separate you two. So I feel like she's mad regardless. And that you losing the eyeglasses, that's just adding shit on that cake. Like, it's just making it worse. How did... Yeah. Wait, and why was their, their sister or this person's sibling responsible for the other person's eyeglasses to begin with and they lost them? So, you know what? If anything, you should probably just tell them, I'm sorry, and... 
offer to buy them new ones. Or, I don't know, or just go steal some. <laughs> or, you know, petty theft, whatever. Actually, it probably wouldn't be petty, because if you know how much iClasses oh, are. Give them... Fuck, yeah, I just spent expensive. like fucking. It was like a, essentially a PS4 for my n- newest glasses. But fucking, yeah. you should just if you're the sibling who also wears glasses, offer them yours and just hope you guys have similar uh, prescription. prescription. Well, Do you guys thing. want Is some of these uh, answers that are here? Some of these oh, juicy, sure. juicy answers. They have to be better, better than ours. So yes. The Not first the one that I answers. see here. Hide without her glasses. It should be harder to find you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's pretty genius. I'm with that guy. Uh, the second one here. I don't see any way out of this for you. And neither does Ouch. the sister. That, is that, was, that was all that was there? It was just like, you're pretty fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people saying that, that uh, the glasses should be replaced. Well, my Thank question is, is it prescription eyeglasses? Because that's a lot of money, and I can what understand if, why she'd be mad. Let, let me pose a like, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. What if these are those hipster glasses that, that, don't, have, yeah, that don't have lenses in them? Yeah, if it's just the frames and there's no actual glass in there, or if it's just, like, you know, standard glass, there's no prescription or, like, curvature at all to the lenses, and you lost those, you're doing her a favor, because your sister's a bitch. Yeah, she shouldn't be mad about that. Most likely, I'm assuming it's prescription, and that would be very expensive. Glasses aren't aren't an accessory for style. Glasses are a necessary device for people to see, and then... Everyone, so many people need them and need them all the time. Like, if I'm awake, I'm wearing glasses. Like, except for in the shower, maybe. Uh, but then people have made them stylish to cope with that. They're not a fashion accessory. It's not a purse. Like, you don't just wear fake glasses to be trendy. Because then you're a douchebag. And you deserve to be punched in the face and have those glasses broken into your skull. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Anything else before we close that's, our that's stumper it. bag? I think that's All it right. for stumpers for today. Play, play the that, outro, Matt. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was that the... Was that the <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, that was me farting in an Uber. Um, oh All right, so... <laughs> Do we have time for I Was Walrus? Do you guys even feel like doing it? It's up I'll to you. I'll do I Was the Walrus. All right. I mean, sure, we'll get a long episode, though. Cool, that's good with me. Sure, Let's play I Was Walrus. We got a bunch of uh, category, topics, categories, questions, uh, general statements of life and alternate realities, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, I made up a bunch of them, so I figure I'll be judge. So it'll be Matt versus Doug. Maybe one of you guys will actually catch up to me on the leaderboard. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. I had a chance at one point, and I, I haven't even been updating it. I got to do that before the end of the year. <laughs> You're lying in bed, and it's completely dark. You can't see a thing. And you hear a noise. What is the best thing that could have made that noise? Usually it's the worst, but this time we're going with what is the best thing that could have made that noise? Mm. 
Hmm. Oh, I know. I think I know. Um, just, uh, hold on. Guys, I'm, like, looking around my computer, and there's, like, six dozen of my cat's toys just chilling here. <laughs> I've had, like, four cats in my lives. My, my lives. Your lives? I've also been, I've also also been reincarnated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm a Hindu, so I just go in the reincarnation circle. Gotcha. Um, but no, this is, like, we've got one recently. It was my cousin's cat who couldn't take care of it anymore. And this is the first time I've ever seen my dad just go out and buy, like, 40 cat toys and then just like throw them all over the house like we've never had cat toys before because our cats mm. and this is the first one where he just went like nuts and bought like all these little toys for that's fine right. I, th- I think i'm ready okay three two one go it's publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> god damn it so- i hear i was gonna say the sound that you hear is uh it's the sound of like the jingle of an ice cream truck and what the whole point is it's an ice cream truck that's got like a harry potter vibe that can like fly through the air so like you wake up in the middle of the night it's like the strike of midnight you hear the ice cream truck outside your window and you have the option if you want to midnight snack on some ice cream <laughs> before you gave the scenario of it i just imagined an ice cream truck downstairs in the living room just like yeah just be- in your house <laughs> hey Doug, what's up well, that's what I mean. I, that's why I gave it the scenario, because otherwise it's like, oh, there, an ice cream truck appears in your kitchen. Like, no, I'd rather just, like, fly around and then get out of your way. Publisher's, publisher's Clearinghouse, though. Who, yeah, who's you're laying there in bed, and, who, you know, it's all dark. giving it to you? Yeah, well, you, you, you turn on the light, and, um, I don't know, I think Tom Hanks owes me a favor. And so, <laughs> God I turn on the light, and there's Tom Hanks Shit. holding a giant check. Uh, it's made out to to Matt Basta. Wow, but we we all know that Ed McMahon did Publishers Clearinghouse, and if if, if Publishers Clearinghouse could somehow involve necromancy and reanimate the corpse of Ed McMahon to give me a check in the middle of the night, that oh, I, I'd be for it. That would be amazing. Don't you want any, like, fucking Rocky Road or, like, I don't know, Banana Split? Oh, wow. I mean, you're not supposed to have carbs after, like, I don't know. Those are, like, just, like, specific ice cream that I was thinking of, like, that have fancy names. But if you don't want, like, something simple, like Neapolitan, feel free. I also have, uh, I'm also lactose intolerant. So in Doug's scenario, I'd be crapping the bed. And Matt's scenario, and if it was the reanimated... Well, you're also crapping the bed. I'd also be crapping the bed. Well, you don't have to eat the ice cream. You could just hop in the, and ride off and just be an ice cream like guy that flies around in a magic car. Doug, I'm not going to just jump into a van that's flying outside my house with some stranger. I've both seen Harry Potter and Law and Order SVU. I know not to get into Harry, uh, strangers' vans. <laughs> oh, Even if they fly? I don't know. I might Especially if they fly. Oh, okay. I've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as well. <laughs> my grandma had a lot of VHS tapes. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Publishers Clearinghouse just because I haven't heard that name in a while. There we go. And I like being reminded of that. All right. Everyone knows the pancreas is useless, except for just being an organic bomb inside of you waiting to go off one day. Give it a new function or a new purpose. Do you mean the appendix, not pancreas? Right. That thing. (laughs) <laughs> the pancreas. Yeah, the appendix is something entirely. I mean, pancreas is entirely different, but no, the oh, appendix that, is the one that explodes. That does uh, sugar regulate sugar. Yeah, but no, the appendix. I don't need I it have, anyway. 
there's like a real answer for that, but um, all right. What was the question? The end of that though? What's it do? Give it a new purpose, like make it useful because it hasn't been useful since we were like cavemen or something, or so I hear. I don't know. I'm on the internet a lot. There's a lot of bullshit on there. All right, I'm ready. Uh, I think I got it. Yeah, I got. I I think I got something. All right. Three, two, one. It would make you capable of eating metal or coins. So, like, you and I are in the money-eating club, so if you accidentally <laughs> ate a goddamn coin, it would be like a shit. fucking little furnace inside your body that melts that shit down, and then you just got a liquid-hot poop, and it's not anything weird. <laughs> it's like anti-necropants. Anti-necropants. Wow, the callbacks are on point. I know. All right. Jesus. Uh, so, so, my appendix would allow you to uh, drink motor oil. <laughs> Because it would be an okay. amazing trick to go into like an auto zone and like Britney's there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you just Christ. like open the cap and you're just like, gluk, 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 gluk. <laughs> in this day and age, everyone's just going to think you're an android and just be like, oh, it's the future. <laughs> Whatever. Doug, what day and age is this? <laughs> I know we talked about Blade Runner earlier, but I'm pretty sure we're not at replicant level. I see people drinking motor oil all the time. I guess they're just killing themselves. Wait Whatever. Wait, what? Where are you no, drinking <laughs> motor oil? Um, the graveyard i don't know <laughs> i got a lot of questions for you right now <laughs> for the sake of the listener i'm gonna hold off on those but i got a lot of questions um jesus christ all right so i f- <laughs> so wait we would eat coins and then poop them out as hot metal poop well i guess but you wouldn't really feel it but like what would the benefit of eating coins be? Because all I know now is I'm out 35 cents. Well, if you just fucking won Publisher's Clearinghouse and you have all this money you don't know what to do with, buy some gold, and now you have something to munch on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to use my vast fortune to buy <laughs> bricks of gold, then buy so a minting press, it. turn those into coins, and then devour the gold coins to literally just turn my money into shit. Yeah. Versus... Going into an auto body store and just pounding motor oil to freak out the cashier. I mean, you could bring that shit anywhere, right? Because like nobody's gonna call you out for bringing a uh, a big old um, a big old jug of motor oil into a restaurant, right? They're gonna think like, oh, this guy's got some like engine trouble or something. But then they're like, oh, can I interest you in the the dessert wine menu? And you're like, oh no, I'm I got it. And you you just get this big old thing of motor oil. You got it running down your chin. You're like, oh, castrol. <laughs> I don't know, because if I saw that, I would just think the guy emptied it out and then just has, like, beer in there. Like, I've been to, like, sports games in Philly where you just sneak in l- liquor in different bottles. I've also, <laughs> I've also been a college student. I mean, it, it, well, you would make sure it was sealed. So you'd be, like, cracking the seal on it. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's better ways to freak people out. But uh, the problem is, Doug's answer is literally just eating money and then turning it into shit. <laughs> yeah, it's great. What's wrong with that? It's because like, I'm poor as fuck and I need money. So I can just <laughs> eat it. I'm not. I'm just saying. In this scenario, if you had a special appendix, you'd be pretty rich. <laughs> would I charge people five dollars to give me five dollars and twenty five cents, and then I would eat the twenty five cents? Yeah, and spray it out your ass. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does it turn into confetti? Yeah. Oh my god. You're dumb. I don't... 
I don't like the idea of just eating money. Also, oh, but it's like, so filthy. Uh, I don't know. But I'm gonna it's... have to go with it. Yes! Thank God! Oh, damn it. Because I'm just imagining... Oil, I just think like, there'd be something else in there. Like, I, I would never assume, oh, that guy's actually drinking motor oil. Like, I've seen people take Windex bottles and put blue Gatorade in there and drink that. Mm. Imagine a world where you've run out of snacks and all you've got left is a piggy bank. You're you're set. But if I run My- out of snacks, what good is having the money if not to buy more snacks? Nah, just eat the money. It tastes better. <laughs> it's, it's save not. the hassle. Just eat yourself a paper dollar bill. <laughs> it's not well, the, the, the appendix doesn't help with that. <laughs> oh my god. So dumb. Alright, next question. What Kids Bop cover album do people actually want to hear? Are you suggesting we make up our own Kids Bop? I'm saying Kids Bop is nothing but cover songs. Like, there's no original Kids Bop song. So, what is a series of songs or a band's, like, uh, albumography? I don't know what it's called. What songs do people actually want to hear sung by kids? And this time, they're not, like, censoring it. Because in one Kids Bop album, they had, like, Macklemore's Thrift Shop or something. And they censored it and all that stuff. This is going to be, like, legitimate. The song it was originally. No censorship. But it's just sung by children. I'm ready. Hmm. I only have two songs, though. But I hope they count. I mean, you don't have to give me, like, a uh, 12-song See, the problem is, every song that I've thought of so far, I've just Googled. And it has been done by Kids Bop. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the worst part of it. They're a plague. They're everywhere. Uh, okay. All right, Matt, you go first, because this is a long one. You guys are both ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, three, two, one, go. Bloodhound Gang's The Bad Touch. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fucking good. Oh, that hits close to home for me. Damn it. All right. My album was going to... about something? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No, they performed a lot in the Westchester area, because they were friends with Bam Margera. So I saw, I saw them a good deal. Just around, say. Like not even in concerts. <laughs> like, I just saw them running around a lot. That's wild. Um, Alright, my album would include the following songs. Don't Leave Tonight, That Dang Old Pussy Stank, <laughs> and uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and probably Happy Birthday, because I don't know if they're allowed to do that or not. Because of copyright infringement. The pandering right now from Doug. Just the hard pander. You do it to me every time, you fuck. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm mad because of how well it works. And how uh, well it's working right now. That dang old pussy thing sung by the children's choir. Hell, if you just throw in Mark on that album cover, done. Just, just whatever song he wants to sing. Don't leave tonight, baby. Oh, man. Actually, it wasn't a terrible song. I don't know why you yeah. didn't give it to him that round. I, he deserved it. I look back on that. Even, I think, in the best of us, I was like, what was I thinking? Oh, shit, the Bloodhound Gang is actually from King of Prussia. Ah, oh, like oh, shit. 30 minutes from it, uh, where I used to live. Yeah. I've bought clothes at King of Prussia. What is it about that area that just raises hooligans and miscreants, and myself included? Well, it's because everybody uh, that doesn't want to live in Philadelphia lives in the Westchester slash King of yes, Prussia vicinity. Absolutely. And that just fosters all manner of dysfunction. <laughs> that is 100% true. Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah. I've never had friends mad at me so much as until they actually moved to Philly 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from the Philly area. And then they find out where I actually live, and they're like, you're fucking like an hour and a half from Philly. I'm like, ah, close enough. So uh, I'm picturing kids singing, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, or... Yeah, which album was Bad Touch? Uh. Or was that just the song? I think do, that was do the song. Do they do full, full albums? I always thought it was just like a mix of, like, different artists. Oh, Kids Bop? Yeah. But that's what I mean, is... Uh, Bad Touch was that an actual album of theirs? Or of uh, I thought it was just a, a, like a single. Oh yeah, was, was so it? Granular. Oh no, they, it came out on the <laughs> album "Hooray for Boobies." Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Jesus Christ, I'm old. There are kids listening right? to this podcast that no, were don't tell born me that before this or after this came out. I don't want kids listening to this. I'm a terrible influence. Yeah, that would not be good. We're just I telling them that, to watch all these bad movies like Final Fantasy, Spirits Within, and all the shit you guys <laughs> another like. one for the bingo card. Yeah, yep. there you go. <laughs> hey, it's the end of the year. We gotta do our listeners yeah, a service. Yeah. I think the Bloodhound Gang had a song on one of their albums called, like, The Ten Best Things in New Jersey, and it was just ten seconds of silence. <laughs> Remember when I tried that with the attack and it didn't work? <laughs> Someone oh, did a fart yeah. noise. <laughs> We tried to get uh, like silence for room tone at the beginning before we recorded, and the attack couldn't stop talking. Wait, well, no. What ended up happening during, for the room tone? They were silent on air. I did it as a joke because we were just all over the place. I was like, "Let's uh, just do it again," and then they pulled the fart joke, which is pretty it. perfect. Yeah, I already forgot what we're doing. Uh, well, I was a water spray. Yeah, um, so don't leave tonight. That dang old pussy stank. Kids bop. <laughs> Four twenty, like it's definitely the top seller. Like you said, no one wants to buy that one. People want to buy this one. (laughs) It's like we like, it's like weird levels of pandering on both sides because Bloodhound Gang, (laughs) local group, and then Doug is referencing the podcast itself. I'm gonna have to go with Doug just because Mark would be on that cover album. Oh yes, he would. Hearing Mark have to either instruct children how to sing or purposely trying to fuck over children that are trying to sing their best would be hilarious to hear. Oh, God. I i haven't won in probably the whole year of 2016, so I'm pretty happy <laughs> about this. You're always the judge. You probably have to participate <laughs> like three times. Yeah, that's fair enough. But no, that was fun. Jeez. Thanks uh, for playing I Was Walrus, guys. That was a hell of an episode. Let's do some plugs and wrap it up. Uh, that sounded like a sexual thing. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on plug. Oh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter uh, at at Matt Basta M A T T B A S T A. That's my name. Um, and you can find me on Pinecast if you're thinking about starting your own podcast and you don't know where to start. Uh, come check out. Uh, Pinecast, you can use the coupon code uh, through the end of the year. Uh, what was the one I was giving it? Oh, Basticlaus. B-A-S-T-A-C-L-A-U-S. 50% off for three months. Um, that is good through January 4th. Um, go ahead. There may or may not, not be a hyphen. I forget. There's no but hyphen. It's a... B-A-S-T-A-C-L-A-U-S. No hyphen. Uh, one one word. word, all lowercase. Uh, 50% off for three months. That's like getting a month and a half for free. On any plan, uh, so it's not limited to starter. Um, you can get a pro plan if you're interested. Um, yeah, give it a, give it a shot. Cool. How about you, Brent? Some good shit right there. 
uh, ABTS Brendan on Twitter. And uh, don't don't get your little virtual waifu uh, assistant. It's no. very creepy and just it's not good for your mental health. It's also since I've moved here, I didn't bring. I used to have a body pillow. I actually just slept on. Like it was just a really long pillow. And it, ever since, I've been having a stiff neck because I didn't have it. And it is so difficult to buy an actual body pillow and not feel like a pervert with some weird anime girl cover on it. Like, it's really hard to find actual body pillows that you don't want to fuck. That's depressing. It's, that is. I, I just want to sleep on it. I don't want to sleep I think you're part it. of the problem, Bren. I, I, you don't know how many times I've heard that sentence said to me. But, all right, listener, if you enjoy Guys, our show. can we get body pillows for ourselves? Oh no! Get someone to do like custom Etsy body pillows for by the a time, podcast. <laughs> yeah, by the time you guys are listening next year, we'll have that for in our store, which will be a thing because it's not. Um, <laughs> oh, but listener, God. if you enjoyed our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Playing Origami a lot lately, so come hang out and chat. Thanks for stopping by, Null Value and uh, Nintendo Ultra. Shout out to you guys, new listeners, new subscribers. De- definitely uh, appreciate that kind of stuff. So, and yeah, leave us some feedback, get in touch with us, leave us some I Was Walrus categories, any kind of that shit. We're around, so if you want to get in touch, please do. But thanks for listening. Tell some friends to listen to if you know anyone who's into this kind of sh- whatever the fuck this is. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys n- on Friday. This is our last bonus episode of the year coming up. So hope you guys had a good Christmas. We'll see you Friday. Bye. See you.